Welcome to the I Can Podcast, where we discuss all things blindness related, including, but not limited to, technology, issues, and other topics. I hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Randy Owen, and in this episode, we're talking holidays. Don't forget, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, such as included, but not limited to, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the latest models of the Victor Reader. Hi, I'm Brandy Kubel. Careers Plus is designed for young adult and high school students to prepare for high school, middle school, college, and their career of choice. The goal of this podcast is to advocate and educate while fostering a sense of confidence in youth to pursue college and the careers of their choice through interactive, dynamic learning experiences. Please like and subscribe and hit the notification bell to never miss any of our uploads. Now, on to our episode. I'm Isaiah. I'm calling from California. Well, my family, we really like to hang our stockings and get a lot of presents. But every single Christmas and every single December, we have to make gingerbread houses. And it's actually really fun because I like to drink the frosting and it's pretty funny this year we're gonna do like a train station and then there's gonna be some like snowmen penguins and little gingerbread men one of my favorite ornaments is actually one of the ornaments i created when i was in kindergarten i believe it's supposed to look like a picture of rudolph but it kind of faded because it got wet but i still hung it up this year and it still looks good there's a picture of me on the back and it says 2016 and then there is a drawing that i drew of rudolph the red-nosed reindeer he has antlers a red nose pretty cute i have a new ornament a new star wars ornament it's pretty cool it's a bb-8 um if you've ever heard of the Star Wars movies, um, the BB-8 is like the ball-looking one, and it's actually pretty cute and cool. I like that. It's orange, gray, white, and black. I hope that that next year is going to be a lot better than the previous years because of COVID and a lot of things that happened. Um. Well, I picture the new year more, more of like more enjoyable. I would like next next year to be more enjoyable than the last two years. Like maybe instead of having to wear masks all day, you only have to wear them when you're going to specific places, or like um, you don't have to worry about people telling you what you could do because of what you are or who you look like. I like Home Alone, and my favorite holiday song has to be Let It Snow. I'm Charlene. Um, I'm calling from Stockton. There was like one time whenever like uh, me, my brother, my sister, and myself, we all sang like different kinds of Christmas songs that year. It It was super fun. My brother, he's saying, um, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> My mom is really annoyed. <laughs> we, would, we would joke around and we would say, what's your favorite song, but it actually isn't. Oh yeah, so I remember this one year that I went to Bath and Body Works. I think there was like a lotion that kind of, kind of reminded me of like 
whipped cream or something because like they squeezed it into my hand and it, and then it just like I, I rubbed it and then it was like all glittery. My name is Lisa Lloyd. Christmas, we're gonna do uh, a white elephant and we're gonna have probably two of the same students over maybe for Christmas that we had for Thanksgiving. And uh, they're also, well, at least one of them, maybe both of them don't really know what a white elephant exchange is. So after we open up our presents in the morning, we usually have like a brunch together. And then um, we have a nice Christmas dinner between two and three. I think it's gonna be salmon this year with um, some nice roasted vegetables. But um, the white elephant is really fun. We have a couple gifts that kind of throw people off and there's usually a fight over at least one of them. So, um, and you get two steals each. So yeah, we ham it up. It's, it's a blast. So I have a really different Christmas experience. I was uh, nine years old and my family immigrated to Australia and we went to a, a town called Bunbury, Western Australia. And it's about three hours south of Perth, which is on the West Coast. So it's a very isolated part of the world. And uh, I, my brother and I were the only Americans at our school. Um, and I just remember how odd it was because Christmas in Australia is very hot. It's the middle of summer. And so people went down to the beach, they ate seafood, um, and in a lot of it's freshly caught, um, like uh, crabs, uh, lobster, all kinds of you know different seafood, and did barbecues. And for me, it was very strange. <laughs> um, as someone who was used to like having hot chocolate, doing caroling, um, and rugging up in sweaters and jackets and gloves, and um, going out caroling at Christmas to, all right, put on your swimsuit um, and let's go down to the beach. <laughs> so it didn't really feel like Christmas to me. And then when winter rolled around, it felt like something was missing in the middle of winter. So I didn't really get used to it. And I lived there for three years. And at the end of the three year mark, I was more than happy to come back to the US and have what I felt was a proper Christmas. I am Natalie Charles. I am 19 and calling from Sunnyvale, California. I'm a recent graduate of California School for the Blind slash Newark Memorial High School. We used to do something every year fun in our class. And one year, in, at least in the high school classes, um, we combined both classes. So the juniors and um, seniors and the freshmen and sophomore, and we all just one big group. We did a big white elephant thing. It was fun, but <laughs> one of the presents I got was a set of Bluetooth headphones, which are really cool. And then someone stole them, and I had to pick another present. And then I was gonna, we were able to trade our presents, but no one wanted to trade mine. So I had I, I actually, when I got home, I gave it away to my brother because it was one of these things. They're okay, but there's not really much you could do with them. They're called poppets, and they. <laughs> It was just like a, it was a rainbow colored one and then another one. And so I just, a puzzle piece one. And so I just gave them to my brother. <laughs> we had a big Thanksgiving dinner with like everything, basically turkey, ham, mashed potatoes, um, yams, bread, and casserole in a mushroom dish. And then um, we just went around and said what we were thinking before. 
Um, afterwards, we waited a little bit. I did the dishes. I was glad that she at least helped with half of them. <laughs> There's so much dishes. My dad, he fries the turkey. And we had pie, um, pumpkin pie. And there was like a fruit kind of pie. The pumpkin pie was good. For Christmas, we're probably just going to have another like Christmas dinner or Christmas Eve dinner. Because sometimes we open at least either one or depending one or a couple presents on Christmas Eve. So the night of the 24th. And so we're probably just gonna stay home and open presents and give presents. Um, I'm playing on, I'm trying to figure out what to do for, like what to get some of my family for Christmas. Um, I'm gonna go shopping, Christmas shopping. And I'm also gonna get other presents for some others. Um, all of my Christmases have mostly been good. Um, I only have a favorite, but one that I remembered right away was when I was much younger, of course, but everyone else was still asleep. I got up and I snuck into my stocking. I took my stocking back to my room and I just, I just started going through it. I don't remember what I got, but it, I was, it was a long time ago. It was like when I was nine, eight. So I probably got some candy and some, mostly a lot of toys. I knew one of my um, Christmas presents though that year was a set of, this is a cartoon show. Well, it was a cartoon show called the Rubber Dubbers or Rubber Dubbers. Or I, I forgot what it's called, but. It used to be on Sprout. And so I got a set of the bath toys that had all the characters. <laughs> I'm either helping for a bookshelf. Um, I'm getting <laughs> more books from the Braille on Demand program, but um, I only have a small shelf at the bottom of my closet. And then I have some books, but most of the shelf is taken up, well, has AR's books and Anushka's books that I'm working with her on reading, but I'm also um, kind of making copies of other short stories that I had when I was younger, when I started reading. And so I'm trying to see if I can get a bookshelf to move those books so that I have more space for my, the one that I'm reading personally. One of our family traditions is um, this thing called the Rosca de Reyes, and it's where um, it's like it's either just our household or it's like some of our other family members on my mom, mom's side of the family. And we all get together, and there's this big bread, it has like sugar and stuff on top of it. And then there's these like little baby, tiny baby Jesuses inside of it. They're plastic, and when you cut your piece, if you get one of them, then you have to cook some, you have to cook something um, another time, or like with the other family members who did get one. And that usually falls on January 6th. One of my favorite ornaments is a little picture that I had from when I was younger, and it's made out of foam. And in the middle, it has my face in it, and it was the picture is when I was really little.
just like it because it, it shows a picture of me when I was a baby. And I was wearing a little Christmas dress. My hopes for the new year are that I can get more real students because I like helping others with reading Braille. So my name is Patricia and for Thanksgiving, I just, honestly, I did nothing. I just like ate tamales and watched like those Thanksgiving movies that are on TV. I was just at home with my family. I was on the couch. And for Christmas, I don't know. We were gonna go to Mexico, but it's just not worth it. Um, so I guess, I think it was 2000. It was like the last Christmas before COVID. It was like when COVID was just starting out. And my tia Loisa came up from Mexico and it wasn't just her, it was like me, my other tia, our cousins and her and my tío, my, my uncle, my aunt. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just like spitting out. Tia is um, aunt. And so it was a big surprise, you know, I didn't expect her and she just like came and it was like, I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> How did you get here? And she was like, my plan was to surprise y'all. You know, she was gonna go visit some other people, some of her friends in, here in California, but she's like, you know, I'm gonna stop by their house. And there was like a lot of food and yeah, it was just really memorable because she barely comes here. And the fact that she decided to surprise, and it was just before COVID, I mean, think about it. Uh, I am Logan Barantes calling from San Martin, California. I would say a fond memory I have the the first time uh, going to uh, Gilroy Gardens for their holiday of lights and they had all these amazing light displays up. Um, that was a that was a fun year. A favorite gift, my old uh, PlayStation Two, because um, I used to spend like hours on that thing and it really kind of helped me love the medium of video games. Uh, family tradition, um, over the past two years it's been a little rocky, but typically what we like to do is um, we'll typically, you know, we'll wake up early, um, we'll, you know, we'll exchange, you know, stockings you know like like everyone will see what was in their stocking and then we'll go out to eat breakfast and then go to a movie and then come back and you know see what other sort of presents there were and then after that it's um, we have we usually like to have food paired the day or two before if it's something really big like uh, tamales or in or enchiladas, but uh, we we usually like to we like to cook and we'll have like Christmas music going and favorite Christmas ornament. Oh man, this uh, this might be a little nerdier than everyone else's answer, but um, uh, one year we went to Hallmark and they had this. I can't remember if it was like a R two D two or Darth Vader Christmas ornament. And it's like, I love that thing. And it's like, it's been on our tree, like, ever since. I, I, I um, actually got to, yeah, I touched it and I felt it. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Because it was actually, like, 
Like I could feel it, you know, it was like a flat ornament. It was like three dimensional. I would like to have a little bit more time to myself. Like this, this past year, I was really focusing in on my schoolwork. And while there's nothing wrong with that, it's like I kind of want to have at least a little more time to dedicate to side projects or just to, you know, socialize more with other people. And do and just kind of you know be a, be a little more open. My name is Anna Wisma, and we started to play the guessing game during Christmas. We asked questions like, "Is it edible? Is it valuable? And can you eat it?" We get giggling afterwards because it's it's funny and we didn't know what it is. If we know. We have to open it, and we had so much fun. My favorite ornament is the gingerbread because I made it at school. Christmas killing and power auto. When my mom grew up, we went to house to house and sing. Then afterwards, we have potluck. I hope that I can go killing again, and I hope that I get to see everybody house to house again, and hope COVID will stop. Hello, I am Brandy Cubel. My favorite. Christmas memory is is one that we've been doing for the past 17 years because that's the age of my son and it's we kick off every holiday season by sitting and watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer with my over my my now almost six foot tall son who still loves watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and we sing every song. And every year I have to go. It's not very comfortable because I'm the one who mimics Rudolph's voice. So that's what I look forward to the most: is decorating the Christmas tree and getting the tree and and watching Rudolph's red nosed reindeer with, with my my husband and my son. I have three actually. One is um, a musical treble, um, or actually it's, it's it's an eighth note actually. Um, and it's just very decorative. It's got like little dyed flowers and everything. And I love the music, so that's fine. The second is uh, the theater masks. So it's got tragedy and comedy. And it also plays um, a, a song from the Phantom of the Opera. Why it's not the Phantom Mask and it's just theater masks, I don't know, but I love it because it's very, I can feel it and I can tell that it's the two theater masks. And the third is a tambourine because it got bells and it's a tambourine. And I'm a Stevie Nicks nut, so it's tambourine. Those are my three favorite Christmas ornaments. My hope for the new year is peace and for people to get along and, and for healing, healing across the board for everybody. Um, just communication and for people to just enjoy talking to one another and connecting physically, emotionally, mentally, and, and just wanting to be with one another again and listening to one another. Hi, my name is Rocco. My family celebrates most of the traditions commonly associated with Christmas. My grandmother who we call Oma, gets us advent calendars. We usually get ornaments each year, and we have lots of ornaments. We used to have a real tree, 
but now we have artificial trees. We got some artificial ones because we have lots of big windows and trees can dry out quickly and pose a fire hazard. Another tradition we have is that Oma comes over to decorate gingerbread houses with us. This year, I had a gingerbread tree house. It was harder to put the frosting on because of the odd shape and I had to put light candy on the high walls. Usually we have stockings. We have a fireplace but no mantle, so we hang them somewhere else. On Christmas, we always open the stockings first. We unwrap presents after that, and then we have breakfast. We usually have something special for breakfast. I'm not sure that I have a particular favorite memory. I'm not sure I remember having a favorite gift either. We have so many ornaments that I don't have a favorite one of those either. I'm not usually sure about what to hope for for the new year. I know that some people make resolutions, but I would not because I'm not that good at keeping my promises, so I don't like to make them. I do hope though that next year will be better and that we can go about our lives without having to worry about outbreaks of infectious diseases. I also hope that the year will be better. I hope that next semester will be a little bit better for me. I also hope that in the next year and a half or so that I can finish up at my community college so that I can move on to a better school than the one I am at now. But before I transfer, I would really hope that I could get some training from a transition program so that I can have the independence needed to go to a university. I know that my family loves and takes care of me, but I don't want them to be so protective of me that I can't have the independence to do the things that I want to do in the world. Um, this is Randy. My dad was in the Army, and we're from Woodland, California, but, and that's where I was born. But in 1972, he went to the Army, and so my first memories were living in Germany and away from the family. And then we came when we came back, we lived in Kentucky and Georgia. So it was Christmas that really stands out to me is when Grandma Frenchie would come. She would always make, like, these life-size stuffed animals and dolls for us, and it was just... When you, when you ask that question, that's the first thing that popped in my head is, is those stuffed animals and then the homemade stockings that she would make. And just uh, having that feeling of being connected with, with the other part of the family that wasn't, you know, that was back home. This is Kyan, and uh, my dad was in the army. And my first memories are from Germany. And uh, I remember my dad getting a Christmas tree that was too big for our place and the top of it was leaning horizontally across the ceiling because he just pushed it up there and made it fit. For Thanksgiving we, um, uh, oh shoot, I did turkey three different ways. I think uh, I separated everything out and then I did a turkey breast roll with uh, pastrami and Swiss, and then just the regular turkey breast and then thighs separate. 
uh, mashed potatoes, rice dressing, and uh, I don't know, some vegetable stuff. For Christmas, I think everybody's going to come over. Hi, my name's Tony Levy. So I was a student at Society for the Blind for about two years, uh, starting at the very end of 2015. Uh, what I like about the holidays is how people put aside their own needs and put other people first. It's a really nice time to experience people's selfish caring and acts of giving. So it's really nice to um, be a part of that. And the way that I become part of that is I started doing a very huge uh, visual Christmas display with uh, lights and then subsequent figurines uh, later on. And that's what I give to the community, my neighborhood and uh, the community that comes out to check out the lights. Uh, my vision loss is kind of a little atypical. I lost vision in one of my eyes back in uh, 2000, or excuse me, 1996, right in there, and dysfunctioned with one good eye for many, many years. And then back in 2010, uh, when I was in the nursing program, my vision started to fail my other eye and became legally blind in 2013 when I wasn't able to maintain my job anymore because my vision had deteriorated to the point where I couldn't function in, in the hospital anymore. So in, within the blind community, I am considered to be low vision, but in the sighted community, I'm considered blind. So I walk uh, both worlds. Sometimes I find myself being frustrated and wish I was one or the other, but I'm grateful that I am where I'm at. Uh, one of the memories of being a little kid and being at my grandma's for Christmas and getting up in the morning and finding the jar of cookies or the, the plate of cookies almost all gone with one left and crumbs and then milk with a little milk mustache on the jar, on the glass. So I think that's one of my best memories is of, you know, Christmas morning at my grandma's. I guess I'd have to say my favorite ornament is the, the little Nutcracker soldier, uh, stocking stuff or stocking that I have that my, was made for me when I was a little kid. It's, you know, out of the little felt, pieces of felt, so it has that kind of feel to it and it's not really thick and bulky, but it's in the shape, or not the shape, but the, the guise of one of the Nutcracker soldiers. And that's probably my favorite little piece of Christmas paraphernalia is my stocking because it reminds me of when I was a little kid. It's a Wonderful Life, and then A Miracle on 34th Street. I think those are two really neat, non-animated Christmas movies that I enjoy. I like the old animated cartoons like Charlie Brown's Christmas and The Grinch Who Stole Christmas and um, Frosty the Snowman. I like those old animated cartoons. I used to start listening to Christmas music only and nothing but Christmas music on Thanksgiving, but I started doing it when I do my Christmas display, which is a couple days after Halloween when I take my Halloween display down. So I play Christmas music for like two months without any other kind of music playing. If there's music on, it's Christmas music during Christmas time. Uh, I started decorating the house in 2011, which was my first full year here and my first real Christmas in the house. And only got a little bit past the driveway on the carport cover. Um, I've got a metal frame carport cover that sits in the driveway and uh, the lights were popping to Jesus within the lights themselves because I couldn't get them out far enough. 
So then I switched over to incandescent in 2012. And then in 2013, I, excuse me, I switched over to LEDs in 2012. And then in 2013, when I had to resign from my job because of my vision, I compensated by going really, really big on Christmas lights in 2013. So 2013 is when I really stepped it up and it kind of became something to behold. And then um, I did another huge increase in 2016 when I had to stop driving. So it's kind of been in phases that it's increased in intensity and, and the number of lights and the, the largeness of the display in correlation to the increments that my vision has decreased. One of the other interesting correlations is that as my vision fade became, you know, less and less, and I see less and less detail with my vision, I started increasing the light amounts and making the lights more intense and adding motion lights into it and then uh, large figurines that kind of filled in the display to help me kind of see a little bit more what was going on. And then it got to the point where it was just a bunch of fuzzy lights that was pretty intense in its illumination, but it didn't really give me any more detail. But and at that point is when I switched my input over from getting joy out of the lights themselves to receiving an incredible amount of joy and gratification out of everybody else's enjoyment of the lights. So the more my vision faded, the more I started to rely on everybody else's joy and uh, enjoyment of the lights that they got from coming over and looking at the display. Doing something because you're blind that actually makes you more connected to your, your community and your environment because typically we feel disconnected from our environment when we're blind because we're such a visually oriented world. And it's just, it's ironic that someone who is visually impaired is using lights which are visual spectacular to increase their connectivity to their community and prevent them from being so isolated i think it's kind of really neat and on my front door i have uh, double front doors and i have two unlit christmas wreaths one on each door and then on the porch i have little four foot christmas trees and urns uh, they're actually three feet another four, four feet and um, the wrapped in colored lights and then I have a little courtyard that has some of my original Christmas display pieces that I first got when I started doing the display there's um, like a little two-foot acrylic reindeer with the soft white lights and a little two-foot acrylic Christmas tree it's, it's green with a ye little yellow light on top and then um, what else is in there? Um, a couple bushes with some lights on them, colored lights, and then a little tiny mechanical mailbox with the door that opens and closes. It has Snoopy sitting on side on top of the mailbox, and then has a little picture of Woodstock sitting on Snoopy's lap. And then on the inside of the mailbox, when the door opens, it's a little silhouette of a Christmas tree. And so that's the front porch. And then when you walk out the front porch towards the driveway, and I'm now standing in the middle of the driveway with 
the garage, a two-car garage, I've got a metal frame carport that has lights covered in it with uh, soft white lights and curtain lights that are on the roof that look like raindrops falling or stars glittering. And then I have a giant Santa Claus in the driveway up against the garage door that is like eight feet tall and probably six feet around. You can't wrap your arms around him. And he's holding a big green Christmas present and then waving with his other hand. And then people will come up and take pictures with Santa and he's all soft and fluffy. So the display has a lot of tactile aspects to it now so that people come and, and get a physical sensation of the display instead of just the visual. So the kids like to come up and touch Santa. And then halfway through the driveway under the carport, I have a candy cane archway that's like seven feet tall that has giant candy canes on either side and then a little archway with a red bow in the middle that you walk underneath. And then off to the side of the carport, still in the driveway, I have a, an eight foot by five foot trailer that has a Christmas tree on it that's wrapped in lights and has presents underneath it. And then in front of the trailer facing the street, there is a three-dimensional box letter sign that says joy in green for the J and red for the O and blue for the Y that says joy and then has a, a silhouette of a, of a snowman's head over the O. And then as you walk down the driveway on the right and left, are little garden areas that are bordered with three-foot candy canes that are LED candy canes that flash either red or green and red or green. And I have those bordered along all the garden areas. And then on the side of the driveway in one of the garden areas, there's an oak tree that is has its trunk wrapped in green and red LED lights all the way at the trunk so it's striped like the candy canes and then strewn out throughout the canopy of the tree is a strand of red lights so it looks like the red lights are just floating in the air and then the house itself when you turn around from the driveway and have the street to your back you're facing the house and the house has colored lights draped all along the walls of the house that flash colors and the house border underneath the roof is completely circled in big old-fashioned C9 bulbs that are colored. And then there is a giant 10-foot Bethlehem star up on the roof that has glittering lights around it. And then there's three uh, silhouetted angels up on the roof that are blowing horns announcing Jesus' birthday. And then on top of the roof itself, laid down on the roof, are a whole bunch of curtain lights that uh, are all blinking so the the surface of the roof is completely lit up also and then when you walk out down the driveway and walk out into the middle of the street you have my house facing in front of you and then to the right of the driveway is the fence that separates my backyard from the street and on that fence I have six uh, diamond shaped silhouettes of Christmas lights that are in flashing mode that do chase lights chasing in like a, a diamond shape 
And then inside of the diamond is a green wreath with a red bow on it that's got LED lights around it so that each diamond has a green wreath inside of it. And then in between each of the diamonds that has the green wreaths in it are at the top of the fence are a wreath with a big moose head in the middle of it with their big old antlers. And there's seven of those in between each one in between each of the six diamonds that have the wreath in it. And of course the fence is completely encased top and bottom with C9 colored lights. And then when you go to the very end of my fence, where it wraps around to my neighbor's yard, I have a little banner that has words that scroll across it that say Merry Christmas. So it wishes Merry Christmas to everybody who's driving down the street and invites them to come out and check out all the lights. And now I'm walking down the sidewalk along the fence that has all the diamonds, lights, and the Christmas wreaths. I'm walking towards the driveway that has the candy cane gardens on either side of them and the big Santa in the driveway and the candy cane archways. And now I'm looking at the corner of the property that faces the front street and the court, which is where my house is on a court. And in that little garden area, there are a whole bunch of rose bushes that are wrapped in red lights. And then in the middle of that, there's a big bush-like tree that's a lemon tree that's wrapped in red. And excuse me, there's a some big boulders that are in here that have a bunch of white lights laid on top of them so that they look all white. And there's about a dozen uh, reindeer in the garden area with soft white lights. And there's a couple reindeer families where they have a mommy and a baby reindeer that are eating balls of light on the ground. And then I have the street sign that's sitting in here and that's wrapped in red and white rope lights that blink so it looks like candy cane lights and then I also have a giant palm tree that has colored rope lights wrapped around it that has 150 feet worth of lights wrapped around the palm tree and then on the ground are a bunch of uh, blue curtain lights that drape across the ground that make that twinkle and make the ground look like it's water so it looks like all the deer are standing in little bits of water eating and drinking and then as you walk around the corner into the court you start to face the very front yard and in the corner of the of the front yard there's a section that's right behind the little rose garden with all the red lights and the blue lights on the ground that has a how many oh 15 10 16 spiral Christmas trees and I call it my little Christmas tree forest so there's a section that has a whole bunch of little Christmas trees in it and in the middle of that that you can see from the front street is a big birch Christmas tree that twinkles so all of those trees are my Christmas tree forest and then as I walk closer to the beginning of the front yard I am facing the front yard itself and there is a big nativity scene in the middle that has baby Jesus in the middle with Joseph and Mary on either side and then they're standing in front of a little archway and then to the right of them are the three kings and or the wise men giving their gifts and then to the left of the nativity scene is three or three angels 
two of them on the outside have soft white lights and the one in the middle has uh, cool white lights. And the angel in the middle has her arms spread welcoming everybody and the angels on the outside is playing a flute and the other angel on the outside is holding up a star in revel of Jesus. And then in front of the nativity scene closer to the sidewalk, I have a row of Nutcracker soldiers. On the outside, I have a giant Nutcracker soldier that's red and blue standing on a box. And then next to him, I have another Nutcracker soldier that's red and white that's holding uh, a staff with a star on the top. And then next to him, there is a brown and red Nutcracker soldier who's holding a sword. And in the middle, there are there is a prince Nutcracker soldier who's holding a spear. And he is yielding his way to the center of the display to show the nativity scene. And then in front of the Nutcracker soldiers, between the Nutcracker soldiers and the sidewalk, are rows of presents that are right near the edge of the display and that kids can bend down and touch their birch satch uh, presents that people can touch and, and look at. And then in front of that, lining the sidewalk is um, a whole bunch of lollipops that change color. There's probably 40 lollipops that line the street or the sidewalk along the lawn. And then at the very bottom of the lawn, in between the crack where the sidewalk and the lawn meet, are more of the colored chasing lights that blink and flash and chase each other. And then when you're standing here in the middle of the front yard, you can look up and see the giant Bethlehem star and see the roof covered with lights and see the angels on the roof and then the nativity scene and all the Nutcracker soldiers. And that uh, display or that I described to the Nutcracker soldiers, there's the same thing on the left side as there is on the right side. So they're kind of match each other in a mirror image. And then when you walk away from the front yard into the middle of the court, the street court, you can get a really good viewpoint of the display. And then the very last thing on the, the display on the far left-hand side when you're facing the nativity scene is what I call my blue and white fence. And I have uh, a fence that has lattice work on it that's eight feet tall. And on that fence, I have uh, all white and blue lights. I've got on the top of the fence, there are four snowflakes that are three feet in diameter. And then in the middle of that, there's another snowflake that's another three foot snowflake that flashes and changes color. And then in front of the fence, I have four eight foot cone Christmas trees that twinkle and do other light patterns. And then in front of those four pyramid Christmas trees, I have a blue silhouette Christmas tree that has lights on it that twinkle. And in between each of the four white flashing cone Christmas trees is where I added some of the new lights. I added some blue lights around the rose bushes that are in between each of those. So that's some of the Christmas display. And I got some people looking at the lights now. If you would like more information, please visit the Careers Plus page at societyfortheblind.org. You can also email us at iCanPod at societyfortheblind.org. That's E-Y-E-C-A-N 
P-O-D at societyfortheblind.org. Happy holidays, everybody, and Happy New Year.